Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Hello. 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 Here we are. We return <laughs> with another Killing Time. You know what? I mean, I know we sit, talk about it all the time, but I am so proud of us. We have never missed a damn episode of this podcast. Of any of our weekly episodes. Ever. Ever. Or Patreon. Nope. We just keep on going. Keep Sacrifice on Sacrifice everything. We got to be in this room. Sacrifice. And honestly, we've been together for a few months straight. Yeah. Even when shit's crazy. That's right. Look at us go. We're killing it. Uh, well, if you're watching on video right now, uh, on Patreon only, we have Hello. our video content of all of our killing times on there, as well as one full bonus episode every single week. True crime. Sometimes they end up longer than our regular they first episode. They are. I'm like, this is 50 minutes, 60 minutes. Sometimes just talking straight. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we get on a tangent and we just go with it. Yeah. No, I'm talking about our Patreon episodes. Oh. But this too. Yeah, this Sorry. too. You're I not wrong, you Jared. Time. Yeah. yeah well, the, that too. Yeah. The tangents on Killing time are great. Right. But well, Patreonis. 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 We're happy Patreonis. that you're here. Thanks for being here. And another thing you get with Patreon, those of you who are considering joining, you will get any multi-part episode all at the same time with the release of part one. So you won't have to wait. But really, the extra episode a week is what is really the Driving what you're force. paying for. Yeah. And um, we have like over a year of backlogged episodes on there too. It's right. just so, so much if shit. you're like out and you need like 50 episodes, we got you. We got you too. I'm trying to cover my feet for the Patreon because I don't want to give away free feet videos. Mm. I'm tucking them in here. So, don't, so another don't bonus look. to the Patreon is you can see Jack's feet. For free. <laughs> I did get another email. There's this guy that emails me all the time. His name is Adam Sky Skyen or something like that. He emails me once a month, every month, asking for feet pics. And it's not like a copy-paste email. How does he know about your feet? He doesn't. He just the email is just one line every time. And it says, Jackie, you have really nice feet. Can I buy some pics? But a variation of that every month. How much money are we talking? I don't know. I haven't asked yet. Like, do I engage? We send him my feet. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. You should ask how much he's willing to, to pay. pay. Yeah, because then you could always refer him to someone else. I mean, I'm down to sell feet pics. It I depends on how much he's asking. Easy money. And I was watching another podcast. It was Sophia that used to be on Call Her Daddy. Mm -hmm. I watched a podcast clip on Instagram about selling feet pics. And they're like, the uglier, the better. 
Really? People don't want like manicured feet. So like Jared's feet are good to go. I'm about to be a millionaire. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Jared's I man, I'll say they're mine. My, Maybe my, that's that's the key. My toes are all the searching. ankles will give it away that it's not yours. <laughs> Each one of my toes is searching for its own meaning. They all go a different way. <laughs> they do. They're just like, this one's over here. Do they and... want an atrophied foot that can't spread the toes? <laughs> then they got you. <laughs> but you know what? This is true love. Now we're on one of those tangents. This is true love because, you know, I have a foot phobia. I hate feet. They freak me out. I think they give me anxiety. Like I get like the shivers and stuff around like bare feet. But I can touch Jared's feet in a loving way. Wow. She did oh. it the other night. I was like, you're evolving. I know. Yeah. You're becoming... Maximum Jack. I know. Maximum Jack. I am. I feel good. Jacksimum. Jacksimum. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, should we get into the day today? Yes. So. Today is June 1st. Happy summer, everyone. Happy summer. I'm in Mexico at the moment. <laughs> well, Jared and I are actually, oh my gosh, on this very, we obviously record a little bit ahead of time because we're going to both be out of town. I think June 1st is when Jared and I will be at the Chateau that we're getting married at doing our food, food tasting. tasting. Mm. I can't wait. That's Delicious. exciting. I know. Ooh. I know. Very exciting. It's going to be awesome. We're in France. We're in France right now. Yeah. Wow, look at us. Time International. Time. Yes. Okay, so June 1st, 1869, Thomas Edison obtained the patent for an electrographic vote recorder. Whoa. So that, I looked it up, and that is, it basically keeps tabs on how people were voting in elections. Like, as it was going electronically, mm. allegedly. Mm. Okay. It's like old timey Dominion. Exactly. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Bring you know, it full circle. Um, love and invention. So that was the invention of the day. We got our invention in. Uh, 1926, Marilyn Monroe was born. Wow. 1968, Helen Keller died. Oh, sad. Sad day. Rest. And, uh, oh, another patent. No, well, kind of. 1974, the Heimlich Maneuver for Rescuing Choking Victims is published in the Journal of Emergency Medicine. Love that. Love that. And then 2004, dark day, opening statements in the Scott Peterson trial begin. Mm. So there's a lot going on June 1st. Have you ever seen someone have to perform the Heimlich maneuver? No, no. not in real life. No. Um, but I was in Texas with Matt and he almost died choking on a carrot. Really? And a neighboring table came over and like hit him so hard in the back because none of us know what to do. And the carrot went flying and oh. I paid for their dinner. Oh, my well, that, God. That's Ask insane. him about it. It's crazy. And he's like, the irony is that he's vegan. And he's like, I was choking on a carrot. Like, what if he died? Oh, my God. It's like Steve Irwin doing what he oh. loves. Yeah. Right? Oh but God. I was shocked. And I was like, I should learn the Heimlich because that it was so scary. That is so scary. Because I've never seen anyone actually but, but choke they, like So they that. didn't use the Heimlich. They just hit him really hard. It was a man who hit him. Just okay. came up. and Because like I couldn't tell he was actually choking, but he couldn't make a single sound. Like, mm. that's how you actually know. Yeah. He couldn't even cough. Yeah. And the guy could tell. Oh, my God. Like hit Matt so hard in in a life saving way, but that it was terrifying. So that is so scary. Yeah, Matt, well, if you're listening, glad you're still here, babe. Oh my and, god! I and shout out to happened. your savior as well. Shout yeah. out. We Great didn't job. even get his name, but oh my god! Date night on me. Thank wow. you, sir. Um, Jared, do you want to describe June first as uh, Chat GBT told me about it? Yeah. Do you have a description? Yeah, I do. A little paragraph. I, lo- I love about reading. June oh, 1st. I like this new role for Jared. I Thank know. You. Dramatic reading. Dramatic reading of June first. June 1st, a day cloaked in sinister undertones. (laughs) As summer's arrival is marked, a deceptive allure veils the impending horrors. The horrors. The sun rises with a malevolent intensity, casting haunting shadows and whispering of imminent doom. What? Nature twists and sickens as if corrupted by an unseen force. (sighs) The air grows heavy, foreboding secrets lurking in its midst. (laughs) 
Desolation consumes the streets. Joy replaced replaced by hollow echoes. The sun's glare instills discomfort. While the night becomes an inky void, concealing nightmares. Inky void. Inky, inky void. void. I don't even know what that means. June first, a chilling reminder of the darkness that lies beneath the summer's <laughs> facade, where hope wanes and shadows of despair stretch forth, revealing the delicate balance between light and darkness. Wow. Finn. Finn is the same. Finn. Finnish. It doesn't say Finn. I add. I that. mean. I wish I could write like that. I know. It's incredible. Now you can. I guess maybe I, next week. I see why the writers are worried. You know, you I know. know. I'm like, I'm going to say maybe in the style of Edgar Allan Poe next, but this is pretty po- poetic. Ooh, I love. Remember when I was doing my stanzas and the yeah. Ed- Edgar Allan Poe rhyming couplets? Yeah. Mm, that's my favorite. Edgar Allan Poem. Edgar Allan Poem. That's what poems are named after. Yeah, I mean, that was the fact that we discovered ourselves. Poem. Um, okay. So do you want to hear the deep dive? Yes, please. Yes. So this is also on the day. June 1st, 1947, the doomsday clock first appeared on the cover of Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists, and it was initially set at seven minutes until ni- midnight. Do you guys know what the doomsday clock is? Indeed. When the world was supposed to end? No. It's like so, threat well, levels. But number one, I just oh. want to say, I where I found this, they said the doomsday cock, and I was very interested <laughs> Well, that's the porn parody. And I was like, Edition. what is the doomsday cock? And then you know I looked what it, it up is. and then I was like, uh, I know. We all know what the doomsday cock is. We do. I think. Okay. Maybe. I think we can imagine. Yeah. Grimace knows. <laughs> <laughs> Grimace knows. Okay. Tell me what you know about the doomsday clock. All I know is that it's um, the value of the clock is relative to the chance of the world ending. I think it's a nuclear threat. Yeah. Um, And I don't know which way it goes, whether it's like. I, like you know uh was it the office that did threat level midnight i think that's literally based on the doomsday clock yeah so yeah. i think midnight is like the bad bad yes yeah um but that's all i really know so please enlighten me i'll let you know i thought it was so interesting it says the doomsday clock is a symbol that represents the likelihood of a human-made global catastrophe in the opinion of the members of the, these guys the clock is a metaphor for threats to humanity from unchecked scientific and technological advances a hypothetical a hypothetical global catastrophe is represented by midnight on the clock, with the bulletin's opinion on how close the world is to one represented by a certain number of minutes or seconds to midnight. So basically, like, the closer to midnight, the spookier it is. And it said the main factors include influencing the clock are nuclear risk and climate change. So uh, the clock's original setting in 1947 was seven minutes to midnight. I don't know why they decided that's such a random arbitrary number. Seven is a lucky number. It I probably guess. isn't arbitrary to them. Probably me- means something. Well, I am wondering what other variables they take into consideration, where they get their data. Yeah. Like, well, I have I have some bullet points for this. So it says, since then, it's been set backward eight times and forward 17 times for a total of 25 times of it changing. The farthest time from midnight was 17 minutes in 1991, and the nearest is 90 seconds. <laughs> set on January 24th, 2023. Fun. So we're at 90 seconds right now. Really? Yep. So it said the two lowest points until 2020, this is before COVID, was 1953 when the clock was set to two minutes until midnight after the U.S. and the Soviet Union began testing hydrogen bombs. And then in 2018, following the failure of the world leaders to address tensions relating to nuclear weapons and climate change issues. Do they keep adding new people to this bureau? Yeah. Well, and the other thing is like, this is. Don't they have an algorithm for this now? It almost seems seems irrelevant. It seems like they're just doing whatever they want to do. They're just like, ooh, some spooky stuff happened. I guess we got 90 seconds. Also, who's to say what the Earth's threshold for things is? Mm. We don't know because we haven't pushed. I mean, we are pushing it now. Yeah. 
I think it's just you. There are too many moving variables to understand exactly what would end the world. Well, it's like, and we don't know the ins and outs of whatever this the nuclear tension is. I don't like this clock. Yeah, how do you know what Korea is doing? North Korea is doing. Nobody does. Right. So how do you know how a danger we are? <laughs> um. So it said in January twenty third, twenty twenty, the clock was moved to one hundred seconds, one minute and forty seconds before midnight. Um, and it said the dangerous rivalry and hostility among the superpowers increases as the likelihood of nuclear blunder. Climate change just compounds this crisis. Nuclear blunder. And then it was moved this year to 90 seconds, uh, meaning it's the closest it's ever been. So I just thought this whole concept was so weird. It sounds very unscientific, which yeah. is the irony for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know Seems what happens? It's kind of literally opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen, I'm talking to like if it ever hit midnight, have yeah. you seen like those things that have been pre-recorded for like- Oh, um, uh, when the world's ending? Different like broadcasts that would go out over the like How did airwaves? you see them? There's like- You can see them on YouTube. You can see them on YouTube. And it's like- the official ones? Yeah, like I don't Probably know. leaked ones. These networks have these like in case of the end times. They're they, like if, they, if like a nuclear attack or something. Yeah, and one, one of them super eerie. It's like- Should we play uh, one on the podcast? Yeah, I'll we see should. if I can dig one up. We'll if play, I can, we'll play I'll one. play it now. So it's a marching. It's like a not a. It's like a band, like playing like a procession. Like a yeah. Like the spookiest thing you could. Think it's of. very spooky. To calm people down. I <laughs> to I don't know. Maybe it's like a final salute. I don't know what the. Ugh, yeah. No, it's like the guys on the Titanic playing the playing music the as it went down. Ooh, gentlemen, it's been an honor playing with you tonight. Did you guys watch Triangle of Sadness? No, what is that? No. Oh my god, we'll talk off. I, okay. I don't want all to. of you. No, it's 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 like a modern day Titanic, but even better. Ooh, it's sad. So good. No. The sadness isn't. It's not sadness. I need dread. I need more dread. No, up. you'll love it. It like was nominated. It was like an award okay. winning. It's mm. it's it's about like influencers. It's actually. Oh, okay. you'll love it. I like that. Yeah, oh I just don't want to watch anything. I can't watch sad stuff. No, it's awesome. Like we said last. It's episode. Woody Harrelson. Like you'll love it. Okay. Um. Well. Yeah. Doomsday clock. Little deep dive into that. So weird. I don't know if I trust it. But um. Now we've got some bitching to do. Yep. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Welcome to On the Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We either love it, we hate it, we talk about it, we vote on it, bring it to you to vote on on Instagram. Sometimes we have a listener on the stand. Do we Which have we do. Week? Ooh. Um, so should we kick it off with that or we yeah, want to end with it? Oh. Either way. Before you do this, we should probably let our listeners know oh. that if you would like to call in and leave your own on the stand. Jared's just excited he knows the number now. The number for that is 818-446-6889. Holy shit. We should do a lower third with the number flash. Should I? Oh my god, like an infomercial. We'll yes. see if I remember if you're watching. Or like the bouncing Mickey Mouse ball mm. that's like on oh, the flash cool. thing. We mm. gotta do the theme song. I'll give people what they want. We'll work on it. Um, so this on the stand is actually for Jared. Oh. Well, we can weigh in, but it's music. So I okay. thought maybe you'd have an opinion. Let's so let's find out. Let's have a little listen, shall we? Hi, Doctor. Um, I feel like every time I call, I always start with maybe Matt because I just love Matt. But um, my on the stand for today is I am not the fondest when 
music or like if you're listening to a song that's like three and a half minutes long. And the last like 20 seconds of it is just instrumental. I am not going to lie. I skip it every single time. Once the words are done, and this might be a very controversial thing, once the, like, the lyrics are done, I immediately hit like next. I have to have Spotify Premium or I'd run out of skips. I am not the fondest of it. I think it's because I either I like there has to be words when I'm listening to music or it's just not as like engaging for my brain. Like I'd rather sit in silence. So I think there should just be singing all the way up till the end. But I do appreciate the music. I just when I'm listening to it by myself, I will immediately skip like once the words are done and certain songs like I know that I'm gonna have to skip it at the end. But what do you think, Jared? Well, you guys don't have that many instrumental interludes, do you? We do. And our most well-received works have a lot of that stuff. Um, we have an album called Lovely Little Lonely. Ooh. And it's it's got a lot of that. Is it about interludes, you? Interludes, though. They're not complete. I mean, they're like a song They're attached the song. to the end of certain songs as well. The album yeah. it was designed to flow from the first song to the last song. Pretty much seamlessly. So yeah, they really do. It really those are nice. And and so Justin Timberlake does that sometimes. Ooh, it's great. Oh. I mean, Future JT. Sex yeah. was a fantastic record. They That's when he, that. he did one. Like I think that she knows he did like yeah. an amazing interlude at the he end did. of um yeah. We we constantly reference that. That's like one of my favorite interludes ever. It's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Um, but my point is, I think with the current state of where we're at with the way that music is consumed. released and consumed um it's singles it's, it's a single not world. friendly towards these kind of long yeah. things we're still doing it because to us we love that stuff so it's still important the art to incorporate it but well it's just not going to be on your single You're no not gonna have a music and, and, and if it single. were to be you would have a radio edit or something that people you know because you it's like she said like people do get bored like yeah. people's attention span nowadays is shorter than I think it's ever been. Yeah. And so it's very important. That's why you see the platform has just shifted to singles and just releasing singles around a almost like schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just think it, it it speaks to people's attention span and like that's all good. That's like 90% of people who listen to music probably agree with this. And like I do too to a certain extent. Like depends on what I'm doing and if I'm in the mood to listen to like a record as like art then that's a whole different vibe. Do you do that? I don't do that anymore. I barely listen to music. Yeah, just in the yeah, me either. I have some podcasts. Like, music yeah, sucks. We were just the, talking about it yesterday. New music is all bad. Old music's good though. But like even like o- old artists that I love, their new music is horrible. But their old music. Their old music is where it's at. Yeah. It's been hard. It's been hard. And there's a lot to sift through nowadays too. And that that makes it really challenging. And I think that's another thing that's driving the um way that things are being released in like single form because you just want to capture someone's attention quickly there is so much noise out there so i don't know i i see the point um but i'm gonna say that an interlude or a long play is not guilty from my perspective okay i think it's when it's necessary i like it too but like it's not getting me hooked no i'm not you think i'm listening to an instrumental after a song like no. i can barely listen to a full song as it is a three minute song but i will say there are exceptions like the xx will release mm. instrumentals that are the most dreamy yeah amazing yeah. and you feel like there's lyrics in it it's so good well, or yeah. like Tycho is one of my favorite non uh vocal bands and like ratatat would do it too like yeah. there's some people who do it really well yeah or like um 
like some of that house music is yeah. really good and doesn't have literally just words. the lo-fi beats playlist on Spotify. Oh, oh my God. I listen to so much instrumental music from lo-fi beats. I think it really just, and, and that's why I was saying it depends on what it's mood a mindset. You're in. It's totally a mindset. I can't work with lyrics on because yeah. then I like my brain. Starts that's why, to track them. that's why I do like lo-fi. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a mindset. So I, I would say not guilty just from my perspective and like being someone who releases music, yeah. but I think it's, totally subjective and i don't think it really yeah. you know it's hard to weigh in all right okay i'll go so this is something that i don't know how everyone's gonna feel about this i didn't know how essential a heating pad would end up being mm-hmm. in my life like mm-hmm. i have one on my work chair i have one on my bed i have one on the couch and like, I don't know if it's a medical thing or if my body is just aching more than a normal person's, but like, I'm here to normalize heating pads in almost any setting. So you're using these not just for your period. You're just like oh, using no. a heating Are pad. Are you sitting on the pad? How does it work? Sometimes. Is it like a cramp sort of thing? What no, is this? Like, okay. So I'll Warm. put it in my bed to like heat the bed before I get in it and like put oh. it by the feet. Because my feet are always freezing. I just run really cold. Yeah, me too. And like I'll put it on my chair if my back hurts yeah. or or I'm freezing. We don't have heat in the office or AC. So I'll like heat up with it. <laughs> um, you know, I'll put it on the dog sometimes because he likes to nuzzle up to oh, it. Boss. But like they're so ugly. Like they need to make a new more they're very ugly. contemporary sort of stylish sit. We need to start building them into clothes. Yes. Well, they do heated have clothes. No, they have heated clothes. Oh, I've looked so. I mean, every time I look for do. parent or for presents for my mom for Christmas, it's always like heated clothes for cold people or like presents for cold people. Right. They have like heated jackets and stuff. Yeah, but like me, is it? Well, I was gonna say, is it good having like so much like whatever around you? I'm like, we carry our phones with us everywhere. I don't it's know. Worse than that. I don't know if it's good or bad. I'm sure it's fine. I used to have a heated blanket under my sh- top uh, bottom Ooh. sheet that I would like get the bed toasty, but like Matt's not. I mean, he's like a. I don't do. Jared heat. would literally die. I don't yeah. do heat unless I'm about to get frostbite. I don't want to heat. No. Yeah, no. he would die. Yeah, I mean, but like, is that bad? I mean, I usually like a funny ha ha on the stand, but this is no. it's my truth today. This is your ne- like necessary yeah. needs in life. Yeah. I like hearing about this though, as someone, as a lower back pain haver, <laughs> sciatica haver. Uh, I don't know if it's the man's got. It sciatica. hasn't been diagnosed as sciatica, so we don't have to get into that. But it right is because your dad has sciatica. Yeah, but I've never been truly diagnosed, and it comes and goes. Okay. Anyways, hearing about it, like I think there is some sort of like um, upside for me, like doing that because I feel like it is really good for pain. It's really good for pain just, and inflammation. Yeah. So I'm. I think it's not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Like normalize them. Let's have them in Everywhere. conference meetings. Let's have them. Let's have our chairs heat up. Love this. Mm, like love. like how heated car seats are. Ooh. Hell yes. Right? Oh my God, that sounds so nice. I know. Well, that's it. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Woo! I'll go. Okay. Okay, so I'm putting on the stand, and I tried to Google if there is a term for this, and I don't think that there is, but it's when you're walking down the sidewalk, and you see somebody walking towards you like 50 feet away, and you just kind of lock in with them and you lock paths and no matter which way you try to step around them, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they step the same way. So you're like trying to get around them this way. They go that way. And they're trying to get around you. And your, your paths are just now locked into each other forever. I don't know what that is, but why does it happen to everyone? And like that is being put on the stand because it's so annoying. It's so so embarrassing. It's like, why, why do we do this? I Got sucked into somebody's tractor beam yesterday. Really? I was bringing, yeah, I was bringing a bunch of recycles down to the recycle bin, and 
I was carrying all this stuff and it was so funny because I saw this woman from like 30 feet away. Yeah. And I'm like fumbling and like carrying all these boxes. And it's so clear. Like if I saw somebody doing that, I would steer so clear of them. Yeah. I feel like, you know, you're falling apart. We came so close to smashing into each other because that that thing happened. I don't know. I I thought it was called stutter stepping, but I don't think that's right. No. So anyways, like she basically was less than a foot from me and then we just had to stop moving and i had to say sorry and then move to the side there was like 15 feet of of sidewalk she could have gone around so easily and i could have as well what is that i just don't know why you lock in so far away like if this is not the thing you're anxious about it you're trying to avoid it and then it's and then it's self-fulfilled yeah it's very magnetic i've been there it's not when it happens five feet away or 10 feet away it's like you're literally like a block away and you see this person and you are locked in and you are going to run into them is it programmed is it like our desire to be near other people is that like an innate thing i don't know what it is for me it's like the really lame stuff i say when it happens i'm always like beep beep traffic jam (laughs) and i'm like who are you a dad are you middle-aged dad with grandkids the whole way back like after you pass up you're just like stupid oh yeah yeah you're thinking about that comment i always do i'm like bumper cars like it's always just the lamest thing that exists in my brain comes out it's like the embarrassing moment that you think about for like five years when you're going to bed you're like why did i say beep beep yeah i was we were walking into the apartment and i had a giant watermelon that i bought at the store and this guy goes hey that's an awesome watermelon and i was like thanks and then we got inside i was like thanks <laughs> it's not my best <laughs> grew it myself it's yeah. not my best I moment was like that whole interaction was so well, complimenting someone's watermelon <laughs> you should be like thank the earth dude yeah uh, so, uh, oh my gosh whatever. well i'm saying that's guilty i don't guilty. know what it is somebody tell me the science behind that's it guilty. Mm-hmm. all right jared all right i'm gonna one? i'm gonna keep to my um all right we'll keep it fruits so i was at <laughs> we were at costco and I, oh, yeah, my new go. thing has been taking grapes and freezing them. And then that's a snack throughout the day. You have to call it grape. a grappe. A grappe. Yeah. So I bought a big, because Costco sells these like massive things of grapes. I'll throw them in a freezer bag, freeze them all. Got them home. Was so excited. I was like, okay, we have frozen grapes again. That's great. Good snack. <laughs> I eat one before I put them in the freezer and it has seeds in it. And I look at the thing and it says seeded grapes. <gasps> Not mm. good for freezing. First off, I don't like the Not I don't like reading. I don't like the wording of seeded. To me, I don't know. My brain read it as like you took the seeds seedless. out, which would be seedless. But seeded, I feel like you seeded these. Like you took the seeds. I don't know. I got it wrong. You got it wrong. Anyways, I'm putting anything with seeds that's going to be consumed, and you could get rid of them. Like a watermelon can have no seeds. I think mm. you have to genetically modify them. Yeah, you do. Okay. Because I don't know what you they did with pit, the grapes. You can't like if you took a seed out of a grape, it would be have a hole in it. But I get seed. I get. Grapes without seeds all the time. And I'm not planning on growing my own grapes, so I don't need the seeds. But so, those are some GMO grapes that you're eating. That's all good. Is that bad? I mean, kind of. I mean, I don't know. Is it? Is I don't it, care. I'm, I stand here alive I, before both of you right now, and I've been eating seedless grapes for a long time. I don't time. give a fuck. I, don't, I just don't. I'm going to eat a fruit. It's better than eating candy. I'm going to also do that. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, I'm putting. We just had Lunchables for lunch. We're not like. They were delicious. We're not like the health conscious LA people. I wonder if Lunchables will be a sponsor. Please. It'd be so good. But now I'm trying to figure out how to eat around the seeds in my grapes. So for no, me. No, those. Mm, they go straight to the birds. Maybe you should plant one and see what happens. I don't need grapes. And I don't have room Jack, for grapes. Jack thinking about. Oh my God. I was like, how do grapes grow on a tree? On a vine. Are you serious? I was. 
but I as you're drinking like prosecco, I right corrected now. myself. Okay, well, I forgot that they grew on the vines. Wow, mm. I was looking, I was imagining a tree with just little grape bundles. Yes, a seeded, a seeded fruit. Um, okay, guilty. Modify it. Guilty. Guilty. Bye. All right. Well, when we come back, it is time for something different. Woo. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, we're doing another Ask a Girl, Ask a Ginger. Yes. We got some questions. We they The people want advice. Ooh, here we go. So we're going to jump right in. Here's a good one. From Brittany Sneed on our Facebook group. If you're not in our Facebook group, please join. Oh I my gosh, it's so fun. Turned into such a good little community. 
She said, advice to send my daughter off to college. She graduates June 1st and turns 18 on June 3rd. What would you tell her as she starts her next life adventure? First of all, your daughter is going to college today. Oh, yes. Oh, happy um, college day. So this is perfect. And she's graduating today. Happy gra- graduation. Happy graduation. And she's going to college on the 3rd. So two days after. So, okay. What can you tell her in the next two days that will make a lifelong impact? <laughs> the pressure. The pressure. Okay. I mean, I think... One of the things that I just spent so much, well, there's two things that I spent so much time on. And I think a lot of young girls do. One is hyper-focusing on our bodies Mm -hmm. so much where it's just like taking over everything. I think like trying to be a little bit kinder to myself and my body would be one. And then another one is like, guys suck. Yeah. You know, like, except for Jared. Yeah, but like everybody else, it's like uh, the times I wasted crying over guys that are like the biggest losers in the entire world is insurmountable. Yeah. Like it's insane. So, yeah. I mean, those would be my like two main kind of things. Yeah. Mine would be if I could go back um, year one as a freshman, whatever, you don't have to know what you're doing. But I wish I had locked in on my passion earlier hmm. so that I could have really like started making money the second I graduated. You know what I mean? In some way. So I think just like. She can't know the second maybe, or maybe she's one of those kids who knows what she wants to do, but the, encourage like that. Yeah. Like dipping her toe in a lots of different subjects to find out what she wants to do. Cause as soon as she knows the better off she'll be. I also just think like, I don't know what your relationship is with your daughter, but like having an open line of communication, I think is so good. It's like, you're sending your daughter off to college. It's like the hugest life change she's ever had. There's going to be moments where she's unsure about things or she needs advice or like she gets herself into like a pickle or trouble or whatever and just having that line of communication to know that you're always there to have her or to have for you know what I mean yeah um I think it's super important yeah because it's like that's you know when kids can kind of get trust their parents to not yeah with, they can go to them with the really hard moments and exactly. a lot of kids don't want to because they're afraid of getting in trouble um it's like a weird age to be what about you is. Jared I mean you went to a little bit of college I went to a little bit of college what um, do you wish I mean take the daughter out of it what would you say like or if you had it well you're what not I really thought, liked dad. about how my mom approached the whole thing when I went was uh she was like this doesn't make or break you in life she was like you're going because this is what you think you're supposed to do right now as the next step but she was like, there are many paths in life, so don't put all of your importance on this one moment. She's like, obviously, do as, do the best that you possibly can. But when it came time and I was like, I have a different opportunity and I'm going to go for it, like, she was really supportive of it. That's so, right. And it's done well for you. Yeah. And and that's a tough thing, especially when you're looking at, like, your idiot kid and they're like, yeah. I'm going to join a band. It's like, my it's parents could have easily been like, no. Or judgmental or know. anything. Yeah. So... Just having the support and it's like Jack said, being like knowing that I could go to them and yeah. be like, this is what I'm thinking. Um, and I was afraid to do that. And I knew that it would be probably met like with open arms or at least an open mind. And uh, that made it a lot easier for me to make like a really pivotal choice in my life. So, yeah, I think just being available like that and like just kind of, you know, supportive. being supportive. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Well, congratulations to your daughter. Happy graduation. Woo. Um, okay. I'm going to go to Instagram for our next one. <laughs> this came from, I don't know his name or her name, but it says, how do I not wake up sore as an adult? Seriously? What gives with this aging thing? Okay. I got you. So mattress, I'm sorry. You have to, beds are expensive. Gotta spend the cheddar. 
Got because the there's cheddar. just nothing worse in life than not having good sleep, you yep. know? And you need to find your pillow combination. Mine is under the knees. I got one. I got if I'm on the side, I gotta hold one. I need one. Oh. I need three pillows to sleep. I have period four. Well So it's like you gotta find your combination and then you gotta create the right ambiance. Like I'd wake up really dry. We have this incredible humidifier now. Mm. Um, you gotta have the right sounds, you gotta soundproof your bedroom. Like you need to make it a sanctuary yeah. for rest. Um, I'm going to give you some advice that people have given me, which I have not taken, and I wish that I would have earlier. Uh, lower back exercises to strengthen your lower back. Well, I stretch every single night before we go to bed. Yeah. And it has been a fucking game changer because I would throw my shoulder blades out all the time. That's sleeping. what I I'm, get a lot. Yeah, I'm like in a pretzel. God knows what I'm doing. Like, I just carry so much stress in my body. And I have not, knock on wood, I have not thrown my shoulder out since I started stretching. Every single night, I'm like, Jared sees me doing it. He does not participate. He should mm -hmm. for his lower back I totally sciatica. Should. Yeah, I totally should. But I don't know. I just, I'm, sometimes I'm lazy. Sometimes I'm like, oh, it doesn't. But 15. stretching feels so good. It so does. Good when you're done. And then I see my, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a little better. I'm getting yeah. a little better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think it's just if you do it over time and you, get that strength back and like lower back like lower back and core strength is something that just like it doesn't matter what you weigh it doesn't matter how big you are how small you are like having any sort of core strength is better than not yeah and so you know i i think i would that's one of the my regrets of like from working out especially earlier age like i wasn't focusing on lower back and like strengthening my core like that and uh yeah you'll pay for it also get good at sleeping on your back jack's doing it and it's best you are? I'm teaching myself That's how what to. I do. But like, I'm also sleeping elevated, which is helping with my, I wake up so puffy because I have, I literally sleep on my stomach. Like, you, need that's a zero, my you need a zero G bed. That's what we have. Ooh. What does that even mean? Ours, like, it, it's like you're in space. Oh. So like our bed has a remote. What? And it adjusts. Oh, up, it's like a. In, our, in like our legs up in the middle. And it, it's supposed to be like it's called ZG because it's like how your body would be distributed in zero space. gravity. Gravity. Yeah. Oh, so that's how we sleep. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, and so, it's it's so good. You, okay, so spend that cheddar for real. I mean, we if, moved. We had to get a new bed yeah. because we both had queens. Yeah, you know, before we moved yeah. in together. So like we had to. So whoa. Again, you spend ZG, baby. You spend the most time in this one spot. Oh, so. Yeah, it's worth spending the yeah. money. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next one comes from Tori Ann Bauer and she says, so I'm graduating college in December. Congrats. And leaving the area shortly thereafter. I'm 27. It's a non-traditional stu non-traditional student and I live in my hometown, which is a Midwest rural area. I want to date, but I don't want to get into a relationship if you know what I'm saying, especially if I'm going to leave the area. Also, I know almost too many people here. So should I just date around and live my best life and see what happens? Appreciate you all. Yes. Yes. You're leaving. Just Now's the time. Tear break some hearts. Dude, fuck around. Dude, yeah. the best burnt bridge is the one that's in your rearview mirror. That's right. Whoa. Off you go. Wait, I love that. Yep. Just just leave a big pile of rubble behind you and move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, okay. You're young. What's the worst that can happen if you go out and date? You meet the guy that you want to be with and you have to do long distance. Like, that's not the worst thing in the entire world. Oh, if you happen to meet your soulmate, then that's that's meant to be, right? Yeah. But like, no, I think always, yes. Be a yes person when you're young. 
Yeah. I mean, it sounds great. Just doing it with like no consequences. God, You're not I looking for the, the one. I'm, That's when you I'm honestly fi- jealous. That's when you end up finding the one, though. Yeah. It's like when you have zero expectations and you don't care at all. Because and you're just that's like, hot. I'm going to have fun. Especially if you tell a guy that you don't want commitment. Yeah. They're going to be in love with you for like 10 years. Yeah. They're like, now you need to be my wife. Yeah. What do you think, Jared? Um, as somebody who <laughs> was certainly not in this situation, especially in my 20s, I was I was uh, in a relationship for a long time. Yeah. Go nuts. Like, go nuts. I, I feel like there's a lot of growth that I missed out on as like. Um, having those experiences and just like yeah. living my life and like trying things and I don't know it. I think there's a lot to be gained from that that you can carry on into like the more serious part of your life, which comes after that. So yeah, totally. So go for it. Same. Um. Okay. Let me see. The next one is friends who act selfish and are almost thirty. How do you deal with conflict in older relationships? So basically, she's had friends for a long time and they're still acting like selfish assholes. Well, it's time to distance yourself and find someone, you know, you don't have to end friendships with people, but I've definitely recalibrated my friendships and they're no longer the people that you turn to for certain things. And you have to be like, hey, that person's always going to be kind of selfish and use them as a social friend or whatever. But you grow out of some people. And if you're realizing they're selfish, like you don't, life's too short. I think that there's this like notion that like, friends that you've had your whole life and childhood friends, like you're supposed to keep in your life forever. And like, you know, they, you could let them treat you badly because they've just been a friend for so long. And I think that's such bullshit Yeah, because people do just make excuses for people. Cause they're like, Oh, that's just Jessica. That's just how she is. She's like, a little bit bratty. She's been like that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think that anybody needs to keep anybody in their life. That's toxic for them. And, um, you know, that's making over feel good. stepping boundaries and like whatever. So it's like, I think the best thing that I've ever done in my later life is just cutting people out of my life that don't serve me in a friendship type of a way or that's unbalanced or whatever. And that's left, especially us with our group of friends. We have like five friends. Yeah. And they're all amazing. Yeah. And like, that's who I want to spend my time with. I think you realize as you get older, like time is fucking running out all the time. It's faster and faster too. And I'm like, I don't want to waste it on somebody that like treats me badly. No, being or that's upset like, sucks. Yeah. I don't like feeling angry at people either. That's like a toxic way to feel. And I get like very mad if I feel slighted. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to be around people who slight me. Yeah. That's not a, I don't like feeling pissed off at people either. No. And there, yeah, there's nothing wrong with just like setting boundaries and exiting friendships that are not right for you. That's right. Yeah. It's t- well, it's tough to, it, I understand that like the daunting part is like making new friends in life, especially when you hit your thirties. Like, yeah. Um, but I think it's important to look at the, tra- the trajectory of your relationship with somebody because you've known someone for a really long time and you've grown closer over that time in like a healthy way. It's a really great sign. But if you've known somebody for a long period of time and there's only more conflict yeah. as time goes on, it's an indicator that, something is not right between the two of you and how you gel. And it's probably good to set boundaries at that point. Cause it's like, that's, oh. that's becomes toxic. At some People point. in romantic relationships yeah. all the time. Like, yeah. And I also think this applies to family too. Like family yeah. members, cousins, like they can't be abusive and get away with it either. Right. Like we yeah. have to have boundaries with people who are, there's no excuse. Just be- yeah. Just because someone is like family Close. or whatever. There's no actual excuse. Yeah. It's- like, like I was saying, it's like, I think some people hold on to this thing where it's like, I've known this person for 25 years. And it's like, okay. Like, you're not getting a trophy because you've had a friend for so long. No, like, no one cares. But that's just for you. And like your yeah. little stickers, sticker book you share with them for yeah. second grade or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 
Set some boundaries. Out. Cut them out. Cut them out. Bye. All right. Well, we have so many other ones, but we've run out of time. So we're going to hear about you terrible people next. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hey, naughty peeps. We're going to just dive right into the worsty bursties. Um, and here we go. Hi, the first degree. Hi, Alexis, Jack, and Jared. So I'm calling. This isn't really a worst thing I've ever done or a on the stand. It's just kind of something crazy that I've known about for a really long time and kind of true crimey, kind of weird. So I figured I would share it with you. And yeah. Okay. So I live in a small town on the eastern shore. I'll just leave it at that. And in this small town, one of my best friends and myself know a secret about two other people that they don't even know. Okay, so here it goes. So one of my very best friends, her family has been in our small town for generations. Uh, so there's several, you know, mom, dad, grandma, all that fun stuff that all lives in this small town. Well, she told me uh, a funny story that her mother went to high school with a group of people. And she ends up, uh, her sister ends up sleeping with one of the guys she goes to high school with has a kid, right? So if we're taking it back, it's my friend's cousin at this point, right? So she's similar to us in age. And, okay, no worries. We, so we grew up, we, we know who this girl is. She's my friend's cousin. Okay, whatever. Now, flash forward, we're in high school and we're talking later. And she says, my mom just told me this crazy story. So this other girl that we go to high school with, I don't even know if these two girls know each other, to be honest with you. Um, maybe they have known each other's names, but they definitely weren't friends by any means. So we find out that these two girls are actually sisters, that that guy way, you know, back in the day, um, you know, slept around, it seems like, and ended up sleeping with another local woman who had a daughter. So now these two daughters, they're probably, I don't know, five to six six years, maybe five years apart in age, but they have no idea that they're related, but we do, <laughs> me and my best friend. And it's crazy because they actually look pretty similar. And now that I've actually seen a picture of their father, it's just wild. Of course, it's something that me and her just know. They have no idea. I would obviously never tell them, but it's pretty crazy. And I thought that you guys might get a kick out of it, you know, 
five grades of separation. You never know who you're related to. All right, guys, love the show. Been a long-time listener forever, and hope you guys have a great day. Bye. I love stuff like this and more and more stuff like this is coming out because of things like Ancestry yep. and 23andMe. Like yeah. a lot of people's secrets are getting sort of blown up yeah. right yep. now. Um, I Yeah, I w- also wouldn't tell. That's up to their moms or not. That's not that would a, be the yeah. craziest you can, bomb to drop you on could, somebody. Yeah, it, would really, it could really derail someone's life. Like if you're going to tell a child something like that, it has to be done so carefully. Yeah. And that's like at the discretion. Hopefully yeah. they have thoughtful parents. So I think your instinct is correct. I also love knowing secrets that no one knows. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the best. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah. Juicy. Are you somebody who it. would keep it like you're like this is my secret I get to know? I'm a go- or do I you like keep- to share things. I'm a good secret keeper. Yeah. yeah so I do I. not if someone's like you cannot tell, I won't. Yeah. yeah. Um but I like to know that like I I like to know them. But yeah. I also know the stakes now of like stirring shit up. Like yeah. I just don't I would never tell someone something that will hurt them unnecessarily. Like god. period. My favorite thing to know is like relationship tea mm. and then be like hanging out with that person. And I'm like, I know a lot of shit about you. Really? It's my favorite. Yes. I love that. Oh, shit. Ooh. Oh, look at you right now. You're like. Because it's like, a, I'm not going to do Because I'm also a good secret keeper. Like if something gets told to me, like I am keeping it in the vault. Like I am very trustworthy in that aspect. But like, I like knowing. Yeah, me too. Feels good. Me too. And I like will continue to know because I don't blow anyone's secrets up. That's ever. good. I've gotten a lot better at that recently. Are you, were you a secret I teller? used to just big mouth everything. Oh I God. have ruined surprises by accident. Yeah. Yes. But like, I actually haven't. I've almost ruined surprises. Yeah. By accident. It wasn't on purpose. Right. But like, I'm not good yeah. at lying. I'll yeah. say that. Oh, but if, if if someone's not going to confront me about something, then I can keep a secret forever. Yeah. I just like, I, I used to hate like dead air in a conversation. So I'd be like, one no some just oh spontaneous utterances. Just yeah. like, I gotta say something. No, yeah. like telling somebody else's deepest darkest secret because you don't like awkward silence. That's how I used to be. I'm not oh like that anymore. Oh my goodness, Jer. Yeah. yeah, there's repercussions mm. now. No, I see the value in keeping a secret and maintaining a good yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, Thanks yeah, for yeah, the whatever. tea. That was a great, great, great worst tea. Mm. My God, we should do a segment that's like spill, spill the, tea. the tea. Ooh, stay tuned. Patent pending. Petty like petty gossip. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Love it. I love this. Me too. Um, okay. You have a stanza? I do. I cannot wait. Dear George, an advice column. <laughs> I asked George for advice, and more than once I asked him twice. For every suggestion that George made ruined things, left me betrayed. George doesn't know what he's doing. It's pure nonsense that he's spewing. Ooh. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. Lex, you're just on it. You should see my last one. We should do a little poetry tour for you. Okay. Instead of that. <laughs> yeah, do you like do the Yeah, straight up. <laughs> should I wear like little round black glasses and a beret? Yes. Oh, I love be it. Be beatnik? Yes. We're doing it. Okay. All right. Snap, stay 2024. tuned. 2024. Stay tickets, tuned. Tickets going on sale soon. Yep. Woo. Bye, guys. Bye. Tired of fighting your kids to make their bed? Say hello to Betty's. The unique design lets your kids make their bed with just a zip. Our patented bedding includes everything you need, a fitted sheet, top sheet, and comforter in one seamless piece that zips together. Kids love the feeling of accomplishment when they can make their bed by themselves every day. Make your mornings easier and visit Betty's.com. That's B-E-D-D-Y-S dot com.